Yes, hello everyone. And uh, just want to start with say this is my first podcast, so have patient with me. Uh, I want to start to say that we live in a constant uh, changing world. And uh, this is made on all kind of levels. This is something we experience every day at work. And if that's not enough, uh, we constantly uh, are accelerating uh, complexity in the society, in at works, and how do how we do things. And this creates some some kind of speci- specialization in more and more areas and uh, roles. And one essential thing that organizations needs to do is to find smarter t- smarter ways to do all the things that is coming up. And uh, with that said, my name is Johan Teselson. Man- I'm a manager at Vattenfall Ensbehum, working with Grid Connections. And uh, I welcome you all to participate in this podcast about uh, designing diversity. And with me, I have uh, Emil Aden and uh, Helena Rienström. And uh, let's start with one question. Emil, why should organizations strive for diversity and inclusion? Uh, thank you, and nice to be here. Uh, I, I work for the Swedish Transportation Administration, and what I think is uh, diversity, to, to see it all, is to, to actually uh, embrace all of the society of Sweden, or the world, to say. Uh, because if, if you don't work for diversity and you don't work for inclusion, then you won't bring the whole employee to work. If you're not able to be open with that you're gay, for example, then you will always have a small part of you that are not brought to work. And that part will take a bigger and bigger impact in your brain and that will make you even less effective in work. So actually for me it's a a measurement for how much you can get produced in in the workplace. Because if you are working with inclusion and and that part, uh, then you will get more effective (coughs) and people will be more happy and then they will stay longer. So I, th- I think that's that's the main reason for me to, to work with these kind of questions. And uh, Helena, if we if we look at the society, if you stand in a place, just look over the street and see what happens. In Sweden, it's a changing world. We have different cultures, a lot of people growing up in one place, moving to, to the big city from the countryside. What? How would you say that things affects how we think? Um. I can see that we, uh, my name is Helena Danielström, I'm from the municipality of Skellefteå and we are undergoing a big change right now and you can actually see what what you you are saying when you stand and you look at the city, uh, you can actually feel the change. You can hear uh, completely new languages, you can see new people, um, new companies are starting to to, uh, grow. but we also have the whole society as such. And we can also see change where people are moving from the larger cities to middle-sized <coughs> municipalities. Mm. That's uh, quite um, a strong trend right now. So we've been in a trend where North Sweden and smaller cities are have been... Um, uh, people are, have been leaving, uh, but now people are coming back and new people are coming in. And I see that diversity and designing diversity, if you could design diversity, mm. I don't know if you, if you can, um, 
is really important because you have to have a society that is um, complete. You have to have a society that strives for change. Mm. Uh, and I think that this has been sort of our uh, challenge during the last 50 years that we haven't changed that much. And with a diverse society, if it comes to equality or if it comes to different um, gender equality or coming from different cultural backgrounds or um, whatever uh, diversity you talk about, um, it's about meeting new ideas, um, seeing different types of society, seeing different types of ideas and try to change yourself. So I think it's sort of the basis. Okay. Uh, I would hang on to that. There, you said one thing that I reacted a bit about. And I think that we have changed a lot in Sweden mm. uh, during the years. But always when you come to, to the humanity and, and the society, we tend to forget. Um, when, when I'm thinking back, when, when I was in school age, there, there was a war in Europe. A lot of people came from, from Yugoslavia mm. to Sweden. And at that time, that was a big thing that changed the society in some way. And if we go even further back, we have others that moved to Sweden for work and also made a lot of impact in the society. We got pizza, we got sushi. We, we got a lot of things that imported, but now it's part of what we think is Sweden. And I think that if we, or when we, we look back where we are now in the future, uh, we will also be more seeing that the society has involved and developed. Mm. Uh, but what I, I also think is more and more, I see that at workplaces as well, uh, as you described during the pandemic, I think that or the also research shows that the diversity took a, a big leap forward. Mm. Uh, like you said, people are moving back to, to smaller cities. But you could also see that when people get more flexibility in work, uh, this is a number from, from the US, uh, but they could see that the increase, uh, Twitter for example, uh, saw that they increased in, in uh, women in mag magnerial uh, positions, increased with 25% uh, during the pandemics. And w when we ask them what happened, they say that, okay, more and more women are able to work from home mm. or from whenever they want. And then they could get together their life and, and uh, pick up the kids and so on. And we have come far uh, longer in Sweden because here we are at least more dividing it between the parents. But in the US, there are still women are doing more sorry to say it, women things. Uh, I, I'm put brackets on it. Yeah. Uh, and there you, they could see that much has happened during the pandemic and also after the pandemic. So mm. I, th I think that's, that's something I talk about in, in my organization a lot. How much are we taking back that you need to be in the office? And how much time do you need to be in the office? Because that is also something that I think we shouldn't go back to uh, to decrease the flexibility too much. Mm. Okay, I think I agree with you. The pandemic made made it possible to work from home, to get to have some kind of work-life balance mm -hmm. between private and work. How do you think this will contribute to the work with for, for organizations regarding diversity? Will it give them another uh, dimension of how to mm -hmm. uh, define uh, diversity and how to work with it? Or do you think it's back to normal? 
I, I think the definition will be quite the same, mm. um, but I think that what we will see more and, and what I've noticed, if I look for my team, I work with, uh, with recruitment uh, and, and marketing. And if I looked for the recruitment team, what we did during the pandemic was to go from, from formal uh, interviews where we're sitting next to each other uh, around a table to actually move it out and have it fully digital. And what happens then is that you don't go to the coffee machine together with the candidate and talk the small talk. Uh, and in the small talk is actually where you will do a lot of things that could be discriminating. You start to ask like, oh, how did you come here today? Did you leave off the kids? Uh, how is your wife? Uh, do you both live in Stockholm? Etc. Etc. So you can actually do a lot of things in those few minutes to establish what we are doing all the time, mm. building a relationship. But when we start to talk about work, we shouldn't build that relationship. We should actually find the best candidate fit to the work. And that is where I think we start to go wrong in the beginning. Because when I meet someone in 30 seconds and even faster than that, I, I get the perception. Okay, this person is a tall person. He has a firm handshake. She has a loud voice and so on. And, and that makes me, even if I don't want to, to have an opinion about that person before we even have started to talk. So moving that into the digital sphere makes us, uh, we take a lot of, of the bias away because you don't see if the person are in the wheelchair. You don't see if it's uh, a tall person and so on. Uh, and we actually decided to keep that after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we still don't have physical interviews just because we saw that we are taking away a big part of the bias. So that is one, one thing to do. And I also think that when you look upon skills and you match that skills to the, the role that you have open, then diversity will evolve and come. Because if you hire the right person, the best person for a role, then it will be diverse. It's when you start to look about schools and uh, where people are coming from, that <coughs> is when you start to more um, go away from diversity because then you say, oh, you need to go to handles. If you haven't been to, to handles, then you're not good enough for this job. Mm. And then you don't get diversity. Yeah, that was a long answer, no, sorry. Very no, good answer. I, I think if I can also add, I think that we have organizations and societies that have an ability to change. I can see that many things that were impossible, was in, in brackets, mm. uh, previous, are quite possible right now. Uh, we are, for example, today talking about hiring people that cannot speak Swedish uh, in municipalities mm. and also people who take care of elderly, um, people who are in schools. Mm. And if we just go five years back, um, that would have been more problematic. And we have... Um, actually, just during the last uh, six months, we have more uh, job positions in English. We've never had that before. Uh, we have we have completely changed the mindset in the organization on, and started to to think about how can we, as a municipality, both as a society but also as an employer think differently and I would say that both the pandemic but also uh, the change that we are going through right now um, has made it possible. Without that it would have been impossible. 
what and, would you and so, uh, if i yeah. if i okay that it's very interesting i agree with you uh, but i think something if we go back to the organizations what what requires from the leader the leaders in companies what what do they need to do to make sure to get the full potential uh, with the diversity built in I would actually ask you the question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'm interested also what you are doing in Vattenfall. In Vattenfall, uh, the most important thing is to f- get the full potential in a team. Mm. And how do you do that? Uh, you find persons, of course, best fit for the purpose, as you said. Doesn't matter who they are, what nationality they have, what sex I- they have, and so on. This, every person are colored by its life, mm. different impressions different uh, experiences and so on and at the end if you have a team uh, I think the most important team what is our target what is our mission and to build a team around it Mm. and one thing you need to remember it's not easy to build a team when people are different in in uh, different ways and uh, you know if you take your own experience if you're in a room with someone you don't have have anything to share you don't have the same interest, it's hard to have a talk and also hard to stay and uh, make sure you can listen actively. But in a team with strong leaders, you can make sure that every individual uh, can shine in in their way and also contribute to each other. And and how do you do that? I think one one important thing, it's the whole team needs to feel uh, uh, psychological safety. That means it's okay to do wrong without anyone thinking something wrong about you. You need to be be uh, brave to do that. And as a leader, it's your responsibility to make sure that happens. But trust and uh, feel safe, it's nothing you can uh, teach out. This is something learned learned and uh, earned by uh, by people. So you need to uh, put the playground for your uh, for the co-workers to be able to create this trust and uh, to get this safety, mm. I would say. That, that's the, the core, core part. But uh, I think also as a manager and uh, as a strong leader, you need to be uh, very close to the organization, always listen what's happening and also always be able to change uh, direction if it's needed. Yes, we have a mission, we have a target, but the way against target is not straight. And the target maybe it's not defined 100%, but we're, we know that we're on the way on, on that uh, road. I think one thing that you said there is, is important also when you talk about taking in different kind of, of experience and different kind of persons that might not have that much in common, mm. because that is also diversity that, that you will have fractions. Um, what do you, both of you, think about uh, the culture? How, how, how important will the culture be in, then if we talk desi- designing diversity? Uh, what, what do you think about that? You want to start? Um, I think it's really important, but I think also that the structure mm. is important. So it goes sort of bo- both ways. I think that we have a we have to have a leader leadership that will um, make sure to support the whole organization, both uh, managers give them time because diversity and different opinions and different um, 
perspectives takes time. You need to, to give it time. And I think today we have organizations that um, are used to trying to get rid of slack and trying to get rid of this time in between things, in between <coughs> the job. Um, but I think that we need more time and more um, possibilities to understand each other. But I also think that we have to to look at, for example, we try to, um, we work with 6,500 companies in Skellefteå to make sure that they uh, see the potential in diversity. Uh, we're starting this job and this journey together because uh, when there's a lack of people, you can't sort of sort out some people because they don't fit your culture. Mm. Um, and I think culture is also a mutual understanding. Culture is sort of how you do things on an ordinary basis. So you need to step out of your culture sometimes and create this um, understanding of, of diversity and in the more um, deep meaning. I would actually see that ad adaptation to, to culture is, m the culture will change. Mm. When we hire new people, culture will change yeah. or at least evolve. Yeah, so I think that's interesting to, to yeah, hear. and culture is efficiency. Yeah, because if you have the same culture, it's it becomes very, it could become efficient. Mm. But also, a diverse culture means that you find maybe not the same, a better solution to the same problem. You find new problems and you find new solutions. Mm. So you need to also reconsider efficiency and and what you put your time on. Uh, because you can um, see completely new mm -hmm. solutions that will sort of push yourself forward a few years maybe, instead of doing the same things in the same way. If I, if I continue, you said a very nice word, I think, uh, structure. And something that Vattenfall has worked with is, is structure, but we also work with patience and uh, persistence mm. to make sure that we can build an organization with diversity, but also inclusion because they go hands in hand. If you just use one of, one of the word, I would say you miss something. Because one of them says how, why we do something, and the other one says how we should do it. So when we include people, it's, it, it's how we do it. It's not about segregation or just uh, hiring some people with different uh, culture and so on. It's, it's about uh, make sure you can collaborate all, all different people in a, in a team or, or in an organization. And a question for you now, if you are an organization, you want to start to work with this. And after what we have uh, described here, what, what would you say is the key factor to success? What should you in concrete to start work with to make sure this is something in long term and not only short term as a goal that you can check, uh, check off? I would say that first, to actually talk with the, the management level, the managers, about what a diverse team is. Because if you are a manager today, and you have a team that has been a team together for, lo for a longer time, then it's quite smooth, often, and everything goes quite well. You, you could say something to the team in one way, and that will happen. When you have a really diverse team, then you will have fractions all the time and it's in the, those fractions you actually find the new ideas that you talked about mm -hmm. um, but if you are 
as a manager not used to that, to a real diverse team, then you could be like, this is not working. The, 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 I have wrong team members. They are only fighting. Instead of starting to see the potential in that team and build the team and not uh, take away too much of the personality, but rather set the, the, the frame and within that frame you can do a lot of things but you need to set up the, the rule of the game uh, so that I would say would be the first thing to actually talk with the managers about that yeah. okay we want to have diversity why do we want it and what will that make in your team uh, because I think that today we use diversity as a fashion word we, we use it over and over again but I feel that we don't really talk about what is it. And I'm also, I also want to say, if I meet that leader that I want to build it, to say that diversity is not only skin color. It's not uh, only which country you are from. It's not, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's so much more. You can have diversity if you hire two persons born in Sweden by Swedish parents. They have been in generation in Sweden. They can be totally different because one of them could come from a small town, the other one from a big town. They can also, within a, a municipality, <laughs> they could also be from, from a, a poor part and a rich part. And if you take them together, they would have different pictures of things. And that is also diversity. But I think that we are sometimes stuck in this that, okay, I have one that is LGBT, I have one that is from, from Ukraine, I have one that is, and so on and so on. But diversity is so much deeper, so I, I think that we need to start to talk about that also, that you bring your whole self to work, and what does that mean? That is my... Okay. <coughs> but what, what is the great, uh, biggest uh, challenges to, to start work with diversity? What would you say, Elena? What do you think is the biggest challenges? I think that these challenges are quite stuck in uh, organizational goals sometimes. Yeah. I think that we are stuck in efficiency and we are stuck in doing things in a certain way. Mm. Um, and when it comes to, I think that diversity is also about norms, mm. changing the norms for how things should be. And I think it's a good way to start discussing diversity and why we need it and, and um, uh, also changing the norms of how we expect people to be um, because we can find diversity in, in many ways but I think I go back also to the sort of boring structures and the goals and the strategies and, and really reconsidering why mm. it's not just because we have to uh, or it's a sort of a trend that we should talk about, about diversity because we will have both we will see both pros and cons of mm. diversity mm. and we need to accept both the pros and the cons and sort of maybe change the cons into challenges or, or potential uh, good great ideas um, I would like to have if I um, I would like to have a checklist that we could sort of bring to all those 6,500 companies in Skellefteå and also to the municipality and to the leaders sort of uh, this is the good base it's a good question so if we could collect and, and make a checklist this is 
where you can start. Start mm. by doing this. Mm. Um, start by trying trying to discuss these things. I think it should be. Um, it would help because everybody is sort of fumbling, trying to find their way in in mm. in how to do it. Um, but you need to get. I think it's just do it a bit like Nike <laughs> yeah and, and I think in that sense also we need to in different fields people are so afraid of doing wrong mm. that they don't do anything so I would say rather do something wrong but start doing like you're saying yeah. just do it uh, because we will uh, fall we will stumble but in the end, we at least try to do something that is better for the company and for society. Mm. And now when we have this kind of of workforce and we also have a, a labor market where where we, we are lacking people, then we can't choose. Uh, I don't understand companies that said, okay, I can't hire that, I can't do that. Because if we want to see company grow, see company that are doing a good and good results, then they need to embrace also differences and say that, okay, we have always hired that kind of person, but now <coughs> we, we can't choose that because that person doesn't exist any longer or is really, really hard to get. Is there anyone that is not that person but is similar in skill sets no. that we could hire and train, for example? So I think that that is something that we will have to do much more. Mm. And then I think that the... the we will need to embrace diversity much more. And, and I think that if it not come through curiosity, it will come in the end through the goals. Mm. Um, I think it's also important to like criticism hmm? because we will meet <laughs> a lot of criticism, both from people that, that don't experience diversity. We will meet it in, in the organization that already exists. We will meet it in, in society, but sort of... Um, look at criticism as a way forward mm. and, and learning and I think it's what you say we're a bit afraid of doing wrong mm. uh, <laughs> and we're very sometimes we, we as a private company may be looking at customers and I don't know they are ex <coughs> or shareholder value or whatever um, but we need to, to like those critical thoughts uh, and listen mm -hmm. to them. I agree. I think uh, yeah, but sorry. If I just add something to that, and I would say uh, something you can do uh, just to make sure to ca get to the next level would be reflection. Mm. You know, when we reflect in something we have done, in case of doing wrong or not, we can learn a lot. But imagine if we do it together, we reflect together, and we do it as a and long term, in a long term, that we do it every week or every second week and so on. How much can we learn from each other and what will that bring to the table? Mm. I think doing just putting adding reflection into the agenda, it will create things you probably didn't uh, thought of or uh, was uh, thinking would happen. Do you think the leadership will? accept that how how do you do that <coughs> in Vattenfall we have it's something we started to work with now mm. uh, we make sure that we do the reflections it can be just an, a question that we ask in the beginning as a in, uh, check-in question how it has your day been today or 
What has your biggest challenge been this week? And we share, share that around the table. And from that, we can help each other to give perspectives. And we can help each other to make sure that uh, it's okay to do wrong as long as we learn and we can learn each, of each other also. How do you share the reflections? We share it by, uh, by talking about them and also bring them up uh, next time. If we want a deep dive, then we make sure that, okay, this is something we all need to get better on. Mm-hmm. Then we do it together. Can you share it with the rest of the organization? I can understand the group, but how do you make... I don't know how many you are working at Vattenfall, we, but I think we, you're quite many. <laughs> yeah, we are quite many. Like, for for example, uh, something that Vattenfall Lisbon has bring, brought in is something we call, call the VED Talks. Mm-hmm. And VED Talks, it's about to inspire uh, other colleagues that maybe didn't experience the same things, but we can share them with to, uh, mm-hmm. each other. So that's one, one way to mm-hmm. do it. Okay. I think it's time to, to wrap it up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it has been a, a really nice conversation. Uh, it's, I agree. It's Thank a you. hot topic. It's interesting to see. And I, I would like to say that I, I think that uh, what I take with me is like try. Mm. Uh, go out and do things. Try mm. to do it. And if you are an open workplace and try to be that, then inclusion will also come. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, open to new ideas, new p- to new things. Yeah, and, and I like both the, the re- reflection part, but also how the digital arena mm. can actually get rid of our preconceptions. Mm. Uh, and maybe we can change our mindset um, with, hel- with the help of the digital solutions. <coughs> and I, I will bring the, the question about having structure and make sure that we, have, we agree on the mission and we, we do it together. That's something I will take with me and build build on with my team and see how it uh, will fit yeah. and what kind of result yeah. I will have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.